So this will be a 75-minute class, and um, we're going to do, as I said, the um, Ekapada Galavasana, or the one-legged flying pigeon today. We're going to start in a comfortable seated position, and I like to emphasize in the beginning here this idea of comfort, safety, support as we enter this practice space. So uh, whether um, you create that support by just simply sitting on the mat cross-legged or uh, get some padding underneath the hips or even sitting in a chair, all acceptable options for this time. Once you've found your supported, comfortable seat, close your eyes and arrive. So I'm going to invite you first to arrive with your breath. And notice, as you notice, notice that as you notice the breath, the instinct is to begin to change it. It's very challenging to observe the breath without intervention. So I'm not even going to ask you to do that at this time. So as you notice the breath, consciously begin to breathe more deeply. More air in as you inhale, more air out as you exhale. And as you focus your attention on the breath, now focus attention on the body. Are there any areas of pain or discomfort? Any regions of the physical being that are calling for attention? If so, let your attention travel into those spaces with this idea of moving energy, sending prana through that space. And is it possible with this concept of energy movement through these spaces that feel tight or constricted to start to find some release. Now we'll begin to align our seated posture with more awareness. Notice the spaces where your body is touching the surfaces beneath you, whether it be a blanket, a block, a chair, or the mat. Send energy from your body down into that space, perhaps by visualizing roots growing from your body into the earth. And then from that deeply rooted seat, from that foundation, draw up and grow tall along the spine. 
You might aid this action of upward movement by shrugging the shoulders up towards the ears, actively lengthening the sides of the body. Keep the sides of the body long, armpits lifted, and then loop the shoulder blades together behind the heart, creating a gentle contraction of the upper back muscles as the heart space opens and lifts. Now let the arms be weighted towards the floor, bringing with them the shoulder blades down the back side of the chest. By aligning the chest and upper back, this may have caused your head to tilt up. If so, bring the chin down parallel with the earth and ease the sides of the neck back attempting to align the center of the head over the center of the heart over the center of the pelvis. With this attention to alignment, is it, uh, is it the case that you have created more space in the body for breath? Come back to the breath, and if you have not already, begin to breathe using the Ujjayi Pranayama technique, or as I uh, commonly translate it, <laughs> the translation that I have learned, uh, is the triumphant uprising breath. So this uh, breath is done by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. So you're constricting you're shrinking the area through which air draws into the lungs and air escapes the body. And then with this constraint, with this limitation, there might be a, a deeper ability to expand each inhale and empty the lungs more completely with each exhale. I also like to point out the nifty addition of an aspirant sound to the breath, another tool to bring the senses into the present moment. going to further modify this practice of Ujjayi Pranayama this morning by introducing the concept of um, the ratio of one to two breath. So that, it, that meaning that the uh, exhale is going to uh, double the duration of the inhale. So we'll do three rounds of this uh, ratio of breathing together. I'm going to do a four count inhale, an eight count exhale, 
and then based on what you uh, what you observe in those three breaths, I'm going to have you do your own uh, your own three breaths with your own count. Exhale, and we'll begin to inhale for four. One, two, three. Four, fill the lungs, hold momentarily, exhale with control, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Empty the lungs, begin again, one, two, three, four, fill and hold, exhale with control, eight, seven, six, Five, four, three, two, one. Last breath together. Inhale for one, two, three, four. Fill and hold with control. Exhale. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. On your own for three. Upon completion of your six in total rounds of Ujjayi Pranayama using the one to two ratio, bring your hands together in front of your heart. Before commencing the moving practice, we will chant Om three times. So as I've been talking about in the last couple of weeks, this idea of stretching out the Om into three syllables. So A-U-M, you might write it out. And this... Um, the vibration of the sound moving from the pelvis up through the chest and ultimately um, that vibration being felt uh, in the head and the back of the throat. So uh, let's begin. Exhale and inhale for the first of three ohms.
Bow your head to your heart, release palms to thighs, and then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, we're gonna start with a seated twist. Simply switch the cross of your legs. If your legs are in fact crossed, uh, we'll stay seated. As, uh, take the left hand behind the hip, take the right hand to the left thigh. Inhale, grow tall, and exhale. Begin to revolve. Stay rooted in the legs and hips, grow tall along the spine, keeping the alignment of head over heart, heart over the center of the pelvis, as you spiral around the central channel of your spine, eventually walking the awareness uh, from the low back to the upper back into the neck and eventually taking the gaze towards the back wall, maybe even over the left shoulder. Collarbones stay broad. And now, once you have the shape, use the breath to explore, uh, explore the experience of this moment. Okay, keep your right hand where it is, left arm reaches along the left side, reach up out of the fingertips and exhale, lean the upper body at an angle towards the right, keeping the left hip tacked down, right hand on the left thigh might help to draw the right shoulder forward, you might take your gaze up beyond the left tricep muscles, awareness into the left side body, breathe, expansion, liberation inhale come back to center and we'll do the second side right hand behind left hand crosses to the right thigh inhale grow tall and exhale begin to revolve floor to ceiling Left to right, inside to outside. Legs and hips stay rooted, growing tall up from the earth, spiraling around the central channel of the spine like a staircase, a spiral staircase. Collarbones stay broad, eventually gaze turning back and maybe even going over the right shoulder. The left hand as it is, right arm reaches along the right side of the head, reach towards the ceiling, and exhale, lean the upper body at an angle over the left thigh, keeping the right hip grounding. Left hand pulls the left shoulder forward, gaze goes up. Notice tension in the face. Might be a reflection of your experience of this pose. Can you soften the face, soften into the moment? Awareness and breath, movement of prana along the right side of the body.
And inhale to bring you back to center, hand down, little counter twist before coming into a tabletop shape at the top of your mat. Wrists below the shoulders, spread fingers, place the knees hip width distance apart, and with your next inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift into cow pose, contracting the back body, opening up the front side of the vertebra, and then exhale to round the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly bend towards the ceiling, dome the upper back, push the floor away, cat pose, and continue through these two postures with the pace of the breath, synchronizing breath and movement, exploring range of motion of the spine, So gathering some, uh, gathering some data here, what and where are you feeling as you move through these shapes this morning? As this is a common sequence, especially at the beginning of the asana practice, uh, use this as an opportunity to check in with what is now. <laughs> and now you might begin to start to make modifications to the instructions to this flow to address specific needs. So you might be feeling this more in the upper back or in the neck. You might modify the shapes according to that. Bending the elbows, holding in each shape for additional breath. And then come back to a neutral spine. Uh, you can bring the right knee an inch towards center and lunge the left foot between the hands. So the hands can be on fingertips or blocks on either side of the left foot in this low lunge position. You might even place, take the time to double up your mat or place a blanket underneath your right knee. Let the hips melt forward, roll the shoulders back, look up. And then exhale, shift the hips back, left toes towards the ceiling, lengthen along the back of the left leg, round the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee. And again, move with breath. Inhale, rocking the hips forward and down, lifting the chest and gaze up. Exhale, shift the hips back, lengthen the left leg, round the spine. And now, checking in with the body, how might you modify these instructions, modify your movements uh, between these two shapes to reflect your experience as it is right now.
We'll come back to the tabletop and do the second side. Left knee might move an inch towards center before lunging the right foot between the hands. Again, you can use blocks underneath the hands. Melt the hips down and forward, roll the shoulders back, maybe look up. And an exhale, sends the hips back, back of the right leg, long toes towards the ceiling, round the spine. Inhale to come forward, shoulders back. And exhale into the runner's stretch. Continue with your breath. Exploring and expanding the range of motion of your hips. And again, doing a similar movement in the upper back as we um, practiced in cat and cow. Now begin to modify your movements based on your findings this morning. And now uh, swing your legs forward to come to lie on your back. So we will be utilizing the strap for the next several poses. If you have a strap, cool. If you don't have a strap, a towel or a necktie can be used as a strap substitute pretty easily for these poses. Okay, lie back, extend out through the legs, lengthen through the tailbone, press the thigh bones down. Keep the right leg rounded, bring the left knee in towards the chest, loop the strap around the left foot, and extend the left leg. So um, extend and um, tone the left leg, so push through the heel, pull back through the toes, draw the kneecap in and up with the engagement of the quadricep muscles. Okay, so once you have a toned and extended Left leg starts to lift the heel towards a 90 degree angle. So the heel eventually works over the hip. So if you are there, explore there, explore here. <laughs> and if there is a possibility to keep drawing the leg in towards the chest, gradually slide the hands closer to the foot, up the strap, keeping the head and shoulders grounded. Remember to breathe. And what can be experienced in this posture, in this alignment of the body? So the alignment are, I, I've always been very, <laughs> very attracted to alignments. I, I um, enjoy um, I enjoy <laughs> instruction. I enjoy uh, baking. I enjoy things being done in a precise way. So, um, so alignment kind of does that. It tells you a way. Uh, it gives you a framework uh, to work with to tell you how to move, and then what is the experience within that framework? How 
deeply can you explore your body in this shape? Okay, over the course of some time, some attention and breath, is it possible to draw the leg any closer in towards the chest? As the leg perhaps inches closer to the chest, keep the right leg grounded and extending. Now we're going to pass the strap or the foot into the left hand. The right hand can extend out to the right or help to ground the right thigh down as we extend the left leg out to the left. Front of the pelvis, front of the ribs and chest, remain pointed skyward as we extend through the inseam of the left leg. Again, get acquainted with the, the parameters of this shape by following these alignment instructions. What is where is what and where is your attention being drawn to? And is it possible now to extend or expand the um, possibilities here, to expand the parameters of the pose? So that might look like um, just more activation of the right leg, pushing with more energy into the strap. Might mean the leg coming, the outside leg coming closer to the floor, or even lifting the heel upwards, so the top of the leg comes close to the left side of the body. Okay, we're going to draw the left leg back towards center before strapping or uh, passing the strap or the foot into the right hand. Left arm out to left, keeping the left shoulder grounded, left arm grounded. Begin to ease the left leg over to the right so that the left hip lifts away from the floor. So in this shape, uh, this contraposter shape, the chest is facing skyward and the front of the left hip is facing the right wall. So again, Delve in. What is the experience of this posture? These specific parameters. Do you feel the pose oscillating, expanding and contracting with the breath? Draw the left leg back to center. There's more. Uh, Resquare the hips. Take the strap off to the side. Right foot to the floor. Pull the left knee in and up towards the left armpit. Squeeze. And then take hold of the left foot in the right and left hand so that the hands are interlaced around the sole of the foot if possible. And then push the foot into the hands to tone the leg 
and then with the hands, draw the knee down towards the earth. Inner thigh grazing outer ribs as the leg gets lower. So keep that push and pull of the foot against the hands, hands against the foot, and either choose to stay here in this form of half happy baby or extend the right leg straight. So for me, this extension of the right leg straight has kind of become like a putting uh, the toe in the water, like <laughs> getting, at, getting, testing the temperature. Um, so uh, for me, I've kind of backed off of the extension of the right leg. So rather than uh, extending the leg and then pushing the leg strongly towards the floor, there's uh, more of a releasing of the weight of the leg. So, um, you know, the way that you practice a pose over time uh, will likely change out of, uh, out of necessity. Okay, from here we're going to come to thread the needle uh, or figure four pose, right foot to the floor. Flex the left foot so the ankle stays straight and place the ankle over the right thigh. Now begin to round the lower spine away from the floor as you hug the right thigh and left shin in towards the chest. You can begin by interlacing the fingers behind the right thigh. If that feels good and you want more sensation from this, you might interlace the fingers in front of the right shin. Tucking the tailbone away from the floor, exploring the left outer hip with these parameters. And option to change the pose. Okay, the first change might be to hook the elbows underneath the shin, lift the head, neck, and shoulders, and extend the right leg straight. So you can see how this form is similar to a pigeon pose. So from here, uh, you might cradle the shin in the arms, left foot coming to the inside of the right elbow, knee coming to the inside of the left elbow, head and shoulders curling away from the floor, right leg extended, or right elbow hooks underneath the left ankle, left arm reaches up alongside the left ear, left elbow bends, Clasp the fingers, or if you have a strap handy, you might use a strap to extend the length of the arms. Release the head back into the crux of the left elbow. Again, all of these forms targeting the left outer hip. Again, notice what may be, <laughs> what may be reflected in your face at this moment. Clenching of the jaw, furrow of the brow, pursing of the lips. Is it possible to soften there, soften throughout? Okay, bend the right foot back to the floor if it's not there. Draw the left knee in and up towards the left armpit one more time and then extend both legs straight. So that was the left side. Now we have the right side. You might take a moment to observe the difference between the two legs. Left leg might be uh, visibly longer with all of that uh, attention and intention. 
Okay, left leg stays grounded, right knee in towards the chest, loop the strap, hold the strap with two hands, creating enough slack so that the head and shoulders remain grounded. Reach through the heel, pull back through the toes, knee pulls in and up. Engagement and extension of the right leg. So once the leg is engaged and extended, begin to uh, ease the leg towards a 90 degree angle, heel over the hip, left thigh stays rooted, pushing out through the soles of both feet. And then again, arrive in the paradigm of this pose. possible to bring the right leg closer to the chest, staying aware of the left leg grounding to the earth, staying aware of the extension of the right side of the body. So likely the heel will turn out and the hip will hike up towards the right armpit. Keep the right outer hip widening away from the right armpit, heel reaching skyward. Now we will pass the strap or the foot into the right hand. Left hand grounds the left thigh or reaches out to the left. Slowly widen the right leg out to the right. Keeping the back of the left hip grounded, back of the left ribs and shoulder grounded. Creating an extension through the inseam of the right leg. Push out through the sole of the foot. Again, first get acquainted with the body in this shape, with this specific alignment. Then how do we expand in these parameters? Ease the right leg, guide the right leg back to center, pass the right foot or strap into the left hand, right arm out to the right, keeping the right shoulder tacked down, chest open to the sky, widen the, left, the right leg over to the left, stacking the hips. Stay with your body, stay with your breath.
Bring the left leg back to center. Release the strap, and there's more. Square the hips, left foot to the floor, right knee hugs in and up towards the right armpit. Squeeze it in, and then move to happy baby, grabbing the inside and outside of the foot with either hand, perhaps interlacing the fingers. Activate the leg, pushing the foot into the hands, and then pulling the knee down. Push and pull, feet into hands, hands pull, foot and knee down. So once you have this first iteration of happy baby, decide to stay or extend the left leg straight. So again, testing the waters of that left leg. First reaching out through the heel and then maybe allowing the heel to melt down. And if that's okay, maybe pushing the left thigh energetically down, all the while keeping this um, sumo wrestling match between the foot and the hands. Uh, somebody, if, if you have another analogy of, of two forces pushing into each other at a constant rate, um, let me have it. Uh, so that's, that's where I get this sumo wrestling thing, the pushing of the hands into the foot, foot into the hands. Breathe into this shape, into this moment. We are training ourselves for the soul's liberation from matter, <laughs> which is going to occur later on in class. <laughs> okay, left foot back to the floor. Flex the right foot and cross the right ankle over the left thigh. Widen the knee away as you bring the uh, left thigh and right shin in towards the chest. Interlace the fingers behind the left thigh, perhaps in front of the left shin. Keep the foot flexed. Widen the knee away. Targeting again the right outer hip primarily. If that is not primarily where you feel the pose, that's okay. Um, uh, I think that would indicate that there's just something else tighter. <laughs> uh, it, except, uh, except if uh, there's pain in the knee. So if uh, there is pain in the knee in this shape, you might back the thigh off or um, try re-engaging re the, the leg by pushing through the foot. Okay, from here, uh, option to hook the elbows underneath the shin. Curl the head, neck, and shoulders away from the floor. Extend the left leg straight. Option two, cradle the shin in the elbows. Uh, right foot in the crux of the left elbow. Right knee in the crux of the right elbow. Option three, hook the left elbow underneath the right ankle. Extend the right arm along the right ear. Bend the right elbow and interlace the fingers or use a strap before releasing the weight of the head into the support of the right arm. Keep the right foot flexed, pushing out through the left leg, maybe even lowering the left leg towards the floor. Again, noting, uh, noting what your face may be revealing about uh, how you're experiencing this moment by softening the brow, softening the edges of the mouth, softening the jaw, is it possible to soften into this moment, come back to the breath.
Release the bind. Left foot back to the floor. If it's not there already, draw the right knee in and up towards the right armpit. And then both feet down. Resquare the hips. Both knees into the chest. Squeeze the shins. Feet relax side by side. Pull the thighs into the chest. Head to the arm bones down towards the floor. Lower back extends along the mat. And we will do a little bit of core work here. So we're going to do uh, lift the legs and then lower them gradually towards the floor. And then we're going to come up into a half boat pose. So I kind of surprised, uh, threw that in at the last minute yesterday. So uh, just to let you know what's coming. So foremost, the most support of the low back in this sequence, you might have the hands underneath the hips, in which case you'll need to wrench them out from underneath the hips at the end. Or hands can be beside the hips, palms face down, or you can extend the arms overhead. <laughs> okay, begin. Exhale to draw the legs up to a 90 degree angle. Heels over the hips, still lying on our backs here. Push up through the soles of the feet. Keep the back body long against the floor. Exhale, lower the legs 30 degrees towards the floor. Now at a 60 degree angle, pushing out through the feet, squeezing the legs together. Uh, lower abdomen, uh, lower ribs in and back, toning the upper abdomen, lengthening through the lower spine, and lower the legs another third of the way, another 30 degrees towards the floor. Now at about a 60 or 30 degree angle, uh, moving from 60 to 30, push through the heels, getting harder, is it not? Breathe, soften the face. And then we're going to lower the heels to about a foot over the floor. Reach the arms towards the sky, palms face one another. Exhale, peel the head and shoulders up away from the floor. Squeeze the legs, belly button in towards the spine. And soften the face for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Heels down, arms down, head down. Find the breath, find the earth, <laughs> and one more time. Push out through the feet, arms at your sides or overhead. Inhale or exhale, whatever, heels over the hips. Breathe here for a few moments, creating an L shape or a 90 degree angle between the upper body and the legs. Exhale, lower the heels down 30 degrees. Keep breathing, keep squeezing. Thirty degrees down as you exhale next. Keep the lower spine lengthening, lower ribs in and back, upper abdomen toned. Lower the heels to a hover about one foot over the floor. Palms face, fingertips towards the ceiling. Curl the head, neck, and shoulders up. Ardha Navasana or half boat. Hold for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Heels down, arms down. Three. 
Feet widen out to the side, palms turn up to the ceiling, back of the neck long. Reconnect with breath, surrender to the support of the earth beneath you. Okay, knees into the chest. Uh, gradually begin to rock along the spine. So around the spine, towards the hips, and then towards the shoulder and the head, rocking and rolling. And then eventually planting the feet, walking the hands forward, and stepping back into our first downward facing dog. You might walk your dog to get acquainted here. Fairly uh, deep into the practice already this morning. So get acquainted with your dog as it is right now. So it might be different than your usual first dog after having done all of that um, inspection of the backs of the legs and the outer hips. Eventually walk your dog to stillness, keeping any amount of bend in the knees, push the hips up and back, and we will do our first set of five push-ups. Inhale, come forward into a plank position, shoulders over the wrist, knees might lower down to the floor for uh, alignment purposes. Exhale, lower down, inhale, press up, exhale, sh hips shift back to either child's pose or down dog. Four more, first set. Inhale, forward to plank. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back to. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back four. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back five. And once again, inhale, come forward to plank. Lower the knees down to the floor, tilt the tailbone up towards the ceiling as though doing cow pose in the low back. Reach your chin and chest forward and then bend your elbows straight back to lower chin and chest to the floor at the same time. Slide forward onto your belly. Lengthen the legs back, point the toes, squeeze the inner legs together. Sweep your arms out to either side of the room. Our first flight. Okay, again, with this idea that we are pulling everything up away from gravity for this idea of liberating the soul from matter. That's going to happen right now. Squeeze the legs, extend through the fingertips, inhale and rise. Take flight. Think about lightness. Think about freedom. Think about flying. Uh, reach through the fingers, lift through the thighs. Use the strength of the back body to take off, take flight. And slowly lower back down, chin to the floor, arms at the sides, right cheek to the floor, head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad, big toes touch, heels wide apart. Back to the earth, release, surrender.
And once more, the triumphant uprising. Chin to the floor, point the toes back, squeeze the legs together, tone the muscles of the legs, reach out through the fingertips, inhale, begin to take flight. Liberate your body from the earth, chin and chest, arms and legs, extend through the fingers, extend through the toes, lift through the crown of the head, breathe. Slowly lower down, left cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones, forward head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad. Big toes touch, heels widen apart. Again, surrender to the support of the earth. Return to breath. Chin back to the floor, tuck the toes, tone the legs, lift the kneecaps, lengthen the tailbone, wrists alongside the ribs, exhale, push up, inhale and plank, and exhale back, downward facing dog, we have five more push-ups, inhale forward to plank, exhale lower down with control, inhale press up, remember this can be done on your knees, exhale back, child's pose or down dog, one, inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back, two, Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back three. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back four. Last one, inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back, downward facing dog. Look back at your feet, push your hips up and back, lengthen the spine, hands down and forward, and then begin to take small steps towards the top of your mat. With each step, hips might shift from side to side, lengthening along the back of each leg, lengthening along the outer hips. Be on this journey, slow journey towards the top of the mat. And eventually we meet. We meet in a forward fold at the top of the mat. Place your feet hip width distance apart. Create a wide base with your feet by spreading the toes and placing them back down. Bend the knees, rest the torso on the thighs, let the upper body hang. Take hold of opposite wrists, forearms, or biceps, and do the moves to create a sense of release. The strength of the legs, the height of the hip, hips allowing the upper body to cascade forward, earthward. You might shake the head slowly, yes and no. Identify intention in the upper back and in the neck. And by identification, is there a chance to loosen that grip? Okay, fingertips to the floor or blocks in front of you. Push your feet down, lift your hips up, extend the crown of the head more deeply towards the earth. As you inhale next, bring the fingertips lightly to the shins. 
shoulder blades on the back, come up halfway, and then exhale, fold in once again, head low, hips high. Inhale, circle the arms out and up, push down. As you come to stand, reach up, look up, palms touch, and then exhale, gaze forward, arms to your sides. Transition into this standing mountain pose. Become the mountain. Consider the sensation of reorientation, possibly, um, from the forward folded, from the um, mildly inverted poses to this upright shape. As you inhale next, float the arms overhead. We'll do a couple of half sun salutations. Exhale, flow forward. Fingertips to the block or the floor. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale and flow forward. Inhale to rise. And exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides. One more time. Inhale, float the arms. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, rise halfway. Exhale and fold. Inhale, come up. And exhale, meet back in Tadasana. So, we will <laughs> practice flying. So, our um, peak pose today is a um, one-legged flying pigeon pose. So, Ekapada Galavasana is the name of this pose. So, um, this is uh, learning to fly. It's uh, difficult as we... Um, we don't have wings and we're humans. Um, so <laughs> so uh, just take this one step at a time. Um, this does require a lot of uh, openness in the hips as we were kind of addressing in those, um, in those reclined uh, Suptapadangustasana poses. So, um, so let's try it. Um, we're going to start with the right foot on the floor. Okay, <laughs> right foot grounds, and then uh, we're going to step onto the right leg, turn the left knee, left toes out, I'm going to do it facing this way today, turn the left knee, left toes out, and then place the left ankle over the right thigh, so we have the same figure four shape that we did on the floor. This is uh, step one, option one, to stay here. Next, you might sink the hips back and down as though you're sitting in a bar stool, so higher than a chair. Look forward. This is step two, option to stay here. And then begin to hinge forward at the hips for option three. Hands can come down onto the floor, or if you have a block handy, you might bring the earth to you using the block. Okay, from here, I'm going to lift onto my right toes, shifting my weight forward, bend the standing knee, the right knee, trying to get the shin 
up high on the back of my arms. So I'm going to try to get the shin all the way up into my armpits. So that's going to require some openness of the hips, but the higher the leg is up on the back of the arms, uh, the less painful it's going to be on the tricep muscles and uh, the easier, you know, this is going to get easier the higher that leg is. Okay, so option to stay here or gaze is forward, hands walk forward until palms are on the floor, place shoulder width distance apart. Then I'm going to um, move my weight forward so that the shin begins to rest on the back of the arms. Right foot comes into the heel, heel comes into the hip, and then option to extend the right leg back. Bird in space. Oh boy. Oh boy, did I get liberated from that or for a second? <laughs> okay, you can try that a couple of times. Um, you know, fall out of the nest. Uh, and then we'll take a couple of breaths before attempting the second side. So, uh, as with many poses, don't judge the second side before you've done it. So, it could be a could be a totally different experience on the second side. Okay, left foot grounds. <laughs> I'm gonna face this way this time. Okay, so left foot grounds, right knee turns out. Place the right ankle over the left knee again, making that figure four shape with the legs. Sink the hips down into the bar stool. Stay or hinge at the hips, fold over the right leg. Fingertips to the floor or to a block or blocks in front of you. Okay, option to stay here or bend the left knee. Lift onto the left toes. Try to get the shin up high towards the armpits. So you can rest the shin on the backs of the tricep muscles. Uh, I've done that and it's, it's painful, but it's doable. And you might get bruises on the back of your arms. Okay, look forward. Hands walk forward, weight of the upper body, shifts forward, nuzzle the foot behind the arms, kick the left heel to the hip, extend the left leg, liberate your soul from matter, step five. <sighs> Try it, stop, try it again. Be over it. <laughs> okay. As you are ready, come to lie on your back. If you were here yesterday, we did shoulder stand. We're not going to do shoulder stand today. Lastly, before winding down here, we'll do a couple of uh, bridge poses. So come to lie on your back, eventually bending the knees, heels into the hips, feet parallel. If you like to use a block for um, bridge pose, then place a block at its lowest setting between your thighs, squeeze the block, and then attempt to extrude the block away from your face. So rather than uh, as the hips come up, the block pushing towards the ceiling, we want to think about the, consider the uh, block moving downward as the hips push up. Arms at the sides, 
Push the feet down, lift the hips up. Option to stay here. Option one for bridge pose. Option two, interlace the fingers behind the back and tuck the shoulder blades underneath the back side of the chest. Push the feet down, lift the hips up, extrude the block downward. Variation that I've never thought to teach before, but uh, considering in this moment, can you put the hip, hands underneath the hips for a supported bridge? So um, it's, I unlace the fingers, I bent the elbows, and now my uh, pelvis is being pushed up by the heels of my hands. And you can even, uh, you, could, you could experiment with lifting the legs with this formation if you like. Tuck the chin to the chest, look down the front of the body, notice any incongruencies, how much you correct those incongruencies from within the body. Again, this uh, concept of breathing into one lung consciously to shift the pose from within. As you're ready, slowly come down. If you have the block, remove it. Walk the feet as wide as the mat. Let the knees fall together. You may like to take a hand to the heart and a hand to the belly. Getting reacquainted with breath in the body. And with these data collectors, your hands, consider how you might move, uh, you might start to move breath more consciously, more fully throughout the middle body. Okay, one more bridge pose. Uh, they're as we've done before. You can hoist the hands underneath the hips. You can take a bound bridge. You can even take a wheel pose this time. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, explore the bound bridge, so I'll, uh, I'll talk you through that if you want to join me. Feet parallel. Use the block if you like. Push the hip, feet down, hips up. Block extrudes downward. Option to slide the hands underneath the heels tucking the shoulders deeply onto the back of the chest, or if possible, grab the outsides of the ankles, then push the feet down more, lift the hips up more, tuck the shoulders more, chin into the chest, look down the front of your bridge. more breaths. As you're ready, come on down. Remove the block. Let the knees fall together. Hands back to the body. Awareness back to the breath.
extend the legs straight. Push the, uh, take the arms to the sides of the body and then bend the elbows. So the fingertips point towards the ceiling, palms face one another. Push the elbows down and around the upper back away from the floor. So fish pose. I've been doing this as a uh, classic counter to um, shoulder stand, but I think it might also be applicable as a nice counter pose for the neck and throat to our bridge pose. So crown of the head on the floor, upper back, arches away from the mat, and then tuck the chin, lower the upper back to the floor. Once again, bend the knees, and then just lift the feet up off the floor to cup the knees and the hands. Sway the hips, sway the knees from side to side, pushing the knees gently into the cup of the hands. Feel the low back pushing into the floor side to side. Okay, draw the knees in and up towards the armpits, rounding the low back slightly, and then take hold of the outer edges of the feet, transitioning to full-on happy baby pose. Rock side to side, drawing one knee down, then the other. Okay, from here, feet together, interlace the fingers, reclined bound angle, extend out through the inner thighs, extend the low back against the floor, pressure of the feet into the hands, pulling the arms taut, shoulders rounding away from the floor as the back of the head stays grounded. You know what comes next, a genuine I love me hug. So bring your knees together. Um, embrace your own self with gratitude for your efforts today. Hug the knees into the chest. Curl the chin towards the chest, forehead towards the knees. Uh, round the tailbone towards the heels, less of the back body on the floor as you squeeze in. Get smaller, get confined. And then expand. Make your way into a supported, safe version of Savasana today. So at, in lieu of a um, traditional inversion, you might take legs up the wall. And this can be done by placing uh, the mat at the baseboard of an un unobstructed wall space, and then bringing a blanket or a bolster to the baseboard of the wall. I like to practice this also with a strap, uh, using the loop of the strap, maybe like a 10 or 12 inch loop in the strap to eventually place around the ankles. So yeah, uh, put some effort into setting up your Savasana pose. Uh, for me, I, I recognize that uh, sometimes I just don't do it. I just don't do savasana because I'm like, my head's on to the next thing. So I find that by putting some effort, some energy into this pose, around this pose, um, 
it's easier to actually uh, reach some state of, um, of rest and reflection. Okay, so legs are going up the wall. Do that. If you'd like to lay on your back or take recline goddess. Make your way there now. To invite body into this state of rest and repose. You might scan the toes, the feet, the ankles for any residual tension or um, residual uh, action, <laughs> and then send the invitation to soften, to let go, let go of the gripping, let go of the action, moving into inaction and reflection, noticing the calves, the shins, Activity in, in and around the knees. Large, strong muscles of the legs. Send a message. Let go. down into the fingers, the palms, the wrists, ungrip, unfurl, release. The wrists, the forearms, elbows, the upper arms, the strong arms, rest, release.
the upper back, shoulders, ribs, chest, all this area protecting the lungs, the heart, soften, surrender, to let go. Moving up the neck, the throat, the skull, temples, forehead, brow. to ungrip. Practicing liberation of soul from matter.
to reanimate fingers and toes. Eventually bend the knees. Extend the left arm along the left ear and roll onto the left side. Transitioning from the practice, the practice of Savasana, corpse pose into this fetal position, rebirth. If possible, keep the eyes closed as you find your way back to a supported seated position. Just as we began class, return to the breath, reconnect with the earth, from that root grow tall. Join your hands together in front of the heart space. And we'll chant on one single time to close the practice. Exhale. And inhale for all. your dedication to the practice. The light in me honors and bows to the light in each of you. Namaste.